Hello everyone, my name is Sylvia Gavrajek and this is Valley Talks. Today we're at Runway Incubator here in the Twitter building in the center of San Francisco. I'm very excited to welcome Tomasz Kołodziejak, co-founder of NeuroOn, the first intelligent sleep mask. NeuroOn had largely succeeded in Kickstarter campaign at the beginning of 2014. Today they are selling thousands of masks to people worldwide. Hello Tomasz, it's such a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. I've been called many different names. You got it right for the first time. Tomasz, Tom works. So thanks, thanks for letting me introduce. Sure. Um, previously NeuroOn was helping to switch from monophasic sleep to polyphasic sleep. Uh, today it also helps you to sleep better but in a different way. How does it actually work? Sure, so what we are, our company, uh, IntelliClinic Neuron, what we do is uh, help young people and busy professionals hack their sleep. So it's mm -hmm. still in the, in the polyphasic, monophasic area. Uh, we help them hack sleep, or as we call it, adjust to 21st century needs. How do we do it? Um, we use a sleep mask, so something that a lot of people that sleep uh, have been used, uh, used to, to cover the, the light coming in. Okay. And we make the sleep mask smart. So think of it like an iWatch, you know, Apple Watch made it smart. Uh, we do it with the, the actual mask. So we have a proprietary t technology here uh, applied with light therapy to adjust your body clock uh, to your needs. Um, what's the best application of Neuron? Sure, so the easiest to explain is actually jet lag. Let's say you're traveling from San Francisco to Amsterdam, Mm -hmm. We have nine hour difference, we can minimize the jet lag, the time you adjust your body clock, so your internal body that is telling you when to fall asleep, when to wake up, we can adjust it much quicker. Uh, the other examples is you say, for example, you're a student, uh, you have to study all night, you have to adjust your body, uh, that you can sleep much later, right? Sleep the, re the next day, full day, and then study you know, prior night. So we can hack the sleep, that's our goal as a company, to be able to adjust it uh, to whatever your needs may be. Uh, can you give us a little sneak peek of how it actually works? How yeah. does it do? It sounds like magic, but sure. tell me more. So exp I'll explain the magic. So two uh, important things. Uh, in, the, in the sleep mask, we have uh, uh, a smart pack that picks up your, uh, your biological signals, so your mm -hmm. vitals. Uh, those allow us to detect your sleep and give you a reliable feedback. So you're probably familiar with all the wrist trackers, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so Fitbits, Jawbones, all that kind of stuff. They give you good advice, but it, the signal is not reliable. If you actually go to medical devices, you have uh, electrodes strapped to your, to your head. So what we tried to do is minimize that just to fit your face mm -hmm. and put it uh, that we get the reliable signal. So what we measure, we measure from the forehead your EEG signal, uh, your muscle tension, eyeball movement. Uh, we also have a pulse oximeter. Uh, to detect your oxygenation uh, in your blood. Uh, and then we apply light therapy, that's the active component to help you with sleeping. Does it work right away or do you need some training before it actually uh, gives sure. the effect? Uh, so we hope our UX is easy enough that you don't need training. It's obviously accompanied to a smartphone application, uh -huh. so iPhone or Android. Uh, all the instructors are inside the box, uh, but it's pretty intuitive. The way you would set it up, let's say, as a normal alarm clock. So you set it up, you know, I want to wake up at 7 a.m. Uh, this is when I'll usually fall asleep and this is when I want to wake up. What's your competition in that space? Is there, you're the first intelligent sleep mask. Is there any other device that's similar to yours or sure. not really? So uh, depending how you look at the competition, mm -hmm. right? If it's just wearables, so all the wrist trackers would be somewhat competitive to us. Um, you know, they, they don't provide the reliable signal. You need your forehead to actually get the, the, the signal that you can, you can treat. 
and analyze. Uh, another thing, they don't provide any active components, so it's just measuring. Everybody's past that, you know, measuring wearables, they're kind of boring, people put them in the shelf and it's done. Uh, when you look at light, track, light, uh, light boxes, that's another competition. Mm -hmm. So we combine the measurement, precise measurements from your forehead with light therapy. Uh, so, so the second layer of competition would be light boxes or light goggles. And this has been around in medicine for about last 10 years. Nobody took it to a consumer and made it more, uh, you know, day-to-day -day thing. Uh, so you can buy many light boxes on Amazon or light goggles. Uh, they're available. None of them do this therapy at night. So it's really cumbersome mm -hmm. to get adjusted. At what point did you decide to pivot from the polyphasic sleep practice to, to this, to light therapy? Uh, how did you discover that this is the, the better path? Sure, so that was during campaign. So we figured polyphasic sleep, it's something we're still excited about. It's just, it's, an, it's a niche market and not many people have the biological capabilities to do mm -hmm. that. Uh, the, in our defense, we still hack sleep. We help you sleep at a different times that you can, take power naps, you know, adjust your body clock to when you travel, all these things. It's just polyphasic, uh, we believe, wasn't for us. Down the line, uh, we'll incorporate some feature of polyphasic sleep it just consumer has to be uh, mindful that it's, uh, you know, particular biological capabilities uh, allow, uh, you know, some famous polyphasic sleeper like Einstein to, to just sleep uh, short intervals during the day mm -hmm. uh, and be restful. All right, let's talk about the Kickstarter campaign. Um, you guys told the story really well. It gained such a massive attention and all the top tech websites were writing about you. You also won the prestigious Le Web Award in Paris during the campaign. Right, right. Um, did you expect this huge interest? No, not at all. Uh, in fact, we were one of the first in that region, successful campaigns in Poland, uh, you know, obviously mm -hmm. running an American portal. Uh, no, we didn't. Our goal was 100,000. Uh, you know, now looking at the video, it seems really amateur. I know, yeah. And the 100,000, you raised it in one day, right? In one day, yeah. So uh, How yeah. did it happen? Tell me. I, I guess, you know, there was a need for the product. That's what we think. And it was very, nor very real. We weren't lying. We weren't doing any PR or marketing. We were just, hey, this is what we're trying to do. Help us out. And how, how did you react to it? Were you ready for this interest? I bet there, you know, there there. When you have such a big interest and you don't expect it, there are some problems that are appearing. How, sure. How did it look like? Yeah, I mean, we were very happy. The first day was mm -hmm. totally a shocker. The next just continued. Uh, it, I mean, it helped us. Uh, Low Web was during that time. We won first place in hardware devices. Uh, so that was a huge, uh, huge achievement and uh, helped us with all the contacts, clinical contacts. So we're currently running clinical trials. We're a consumer device, but we want to prove the efficacy of light therapy now or mask uh, through the clinic. So we have a clinic in Michigan, Henry Ford Hospital, one of the biggest sleep clinics uh, in the US. Uh, so this contact actually came from the web. You know, somebody saw it and they reached out to us, hey, you know, we've been in that space. Can we help you out uh, what you're doing? We obviously needed some you know, full-time doctors that have done sleep for a long time. Mm -hmm. And this, is this also how the pivoting idea started? Yeah, they, they suggested many things, what's, what's really you know, possible, and uh, they've, they've been working on the device called Zio many years ago. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar, there was a device just measured sleep. Mm -hmm. uh, they raised a tremendous amount of money and then went bankrupt. Uh, you know, we figured they first didn't have the active component, and it was many years ago. There was no smartphones, that type of technology wasn't ready. And uh, so these guys at the clinic helped Zio uh, with the reliability of the signal. 
so it was a perfect match for us. Uh, and since then, we've been working with them, uh, did a lot of trials and seeing how, how the product works. But I'm thinking about the Kickstarter campaign. What sure. happened to that since you couldn't really change the message during the campaign, yeah. could you? I don't think so. We did, yeah. If you, you look did? at the blog, so you know, from the very beginning we said, hey, if you, if you want a refund, we're tweaking, we're still hacking sleep. Uh, just hacking is kind of a broad topic. Mm -hmm. uh, we're trying to do it in different ways that are plausible. Uh, we plan to incorporate the polyphasic sleep uh, and still, if you want to sleep polyphasically, uh, this mask will definitely help you, the one that is being shipped. Uh, it's not only for polyphasic sleep, but it helps you adjust to, to that schedule. And how did you manage the reaction of your customers from Kickstarter? Uh, because you had to, in a short time, uh, explain to them why this happened. And sure. I can imagine that some of them were expecting that they would start sleeping just two hours a day. Yeah. And now it's going to a different direction. How did you deal with this? Because this is a real problem that many Kickstarter campaigns um, experience. So we didn't sleep. Uh, we, we were just <laughs> online the whole time. Uh, okay. You know, we used a variety of tools. We did Skypes uh, with, with the backers. Uh, we called many of them that had large concerns. Email, blogging. You know, it was easy for media to say, hey, this is this device, you'll sleep two hours, three hours. And, you know, they want something that is short message. Mm -hmm. uh, the reality, even with polyphasic sleep, you might sleep two hours in different intervals. So you still have longer, uh, you know, your 24 hours is longer, you don't sleep as long as you would monophasically, um, but it's divided into two hours, two hours, and two hours. So, um, so you know, there's, there's a, tr a trick from, from the media in, in some ways. Pivots in uh, startups happen very often. And do you have any thoughts about comparing pivoting um, after the Kickstarter campaign to when you're actually funded by investors. Which of them is easier? Because in yeah. the Kickstarter campaign, you already have a big audience, you have attention and everything. You need to be explaining to many more people. As long as you're not you know, completely going away from, from your focus, I think it's fair. And you know, your backers can help you out. Uh, many of them got really engaged. They said, mm. you know, this is great. Instead of getting a product that might not work for me, uh, because I don't have the biological capabilities, I'll, I'll have something that will be really re reliable. Um, many companies pivot, you know, they say you shouldn't pivot you know, the big, at the very beginning, uh, just adjust, you know, pivots are kind of popular, you, you know, if you pivot all the time, you'll be going in circles. Um, so, you know, for example, a company called Lark, they did a strap that measured sleep, and then they pivot completely to artificial intelligence. Oh. Uh, so that's, that's, that's a huge pivot. For us, it was you know, kind of adjusting for what we can, given the more uh, research on, on, on what's, what's available, what's possible, really. So when you knew you are going into different direction, you also knew that it will take more time for you guys to probably figure out things and, and, and produce the product, since yeah. you had the design for something a little different. Um, how about financials during that time? You raised money from Kickstarter. Was it enough for you to be sustaining the, comp the company operations for a longer time than you expected? Uh, definitely not. You know, if you ask someone outside of Silicon Valley, they say, oh, half a million dollars, plenty of money. Uh, then if you, if you talk to people in Silicon Valley, they're like, you know, half a million for hardware? You, it's nothing, you can't yeah. really do anything. Yeah. Um, so hiring the team, hiring the right people, the right engineers, you know, in our co-founding team, uh, my background is business econ, so uh, I can't really speak to, to, uh, mm -hmm. to doing technical stuff. Mm -hmm. 
But uh, our CTO, Janusz, is a PhD in electronics, so he has knowledge in how to craft products. Uh, his thesis was involved in a, in a clunky device that measured brainwaves. And Camille, uh, as you know, is a medical student, was a medical student, and did four years uh, of sleep, sleep, sleep analysis. Uh, but obviously, you, know, you have three people, and then you need qualified people that can do the engineering, you need the manufacturing, and so on. Uh, so it's a, it's a huge process. Uh, you're on top of the world, you're super happy, you raise this money, and then you have to deliver. So it really doesn't last very long. It's, you know, maybe a week that you're super happy and then you're trying to figure out, okay, how I'm going to do all this in this short amount of time. Yeah, now the problems come out, right? Yeah, and, and for us, you know, it's, it's, it was quite a big deal because, you know, first of all, uh, you have something on your face. Uh, you know, it has to be very comfortable. Mm -hmm. so, so the design... We had the initial PCB, all this uh, was made out of plastic. And then we dipped it in silicon because you can sleep on the side, you know, if you're not just taking power naps. Uh, many people sleep on their face, so it has to be really comfortable. And then, you know, the signals have to be reliable. <laughs> so if you shake, so we had to work on some algorithms. Uh, if the electrodes move, so we can patch that, you know, area that, that we didn't get the accurate signal for, you know, for, for an hour, half hour, whatever it may be. Uh, so, so there's, there's really a lot of challenges. We had to cover all your face. The design has to be slick. So we, uh, we work on different covers. There's m many more coming, as you see in the box. Um, you know, the app also, the UX has to be easy. So, so it's like a whole monster of things that you have to tackle, but it's, it's great fun and really exciting. I can imagine, but how did you actually manage to do this? With the 500K, did you look for investors right after the campaign? Um, mm -hmm. How did you physically make it happen? Yeah, so, uh, right, so, you know, many different ways you can raise capital. Mm -hmm. uh, friends, fools, and family is one of them, obviously, small investors. Uh, you can actually sell the product, too, uh, right? So crowdfunding, you can also sell the product uh, and gain revenue that way. Uh, before Kickstarter, we received a small seed fund from Hard Gamma Ventures. Uh, so that was kind of a way just to even start the, the Kickstarter and build the prototype. Afterwards, we were able to pre-sell pre a lot of the devices, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, get uh, some financials as well. So since then, we've raised uh, qu quite a bit more to be able to develop the product further. And, you know, currently we're looking at different models to raise more money. Uh, we're not announcing it, but it's something exciting, similar to, to crowdfunding. Uh, you'll probably see in a few weeks. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. So you did not raise money from investors in the meantime. Did you talk to them at all? Oh, yes, uh, we have. Uh, we, we've you know, raised a small bridge round that we haven't announced the size and so on. Uh, so, but we, we're in touch with the investors. Uh, first of all, we want to see the, market on, the, the product on the market, and the investors do too. And the evaluation is just a you know, huge difference. So, so we waited on that. We had enough to make the product, to advertise it, to do some market research and so on. So that, that was enough, uh, enough to do that job. There are 23 employees in your company. Where Correct. are they based? Is it Poland? Is it United States? Right, so as you know, uh, you know all the founders are Polish. Uh, so we're an American company based in Silicon Valley with a huge R&D in Warsaw. Uh, so, you know, a sales uh, office in San Francisco and also all the, all the development is done in Poland. Uh, how about hiring people? After the campaign, there was just a couple of you. Yeah. Uh, how, who were you looking for first? How did you do the hiring process? And how, what incentives could you actually give to your employees? Sure, so, uh, you, you know, in Europe, it's not that common for startups, not that easy to hire. 
we had the advantage of being kind of a lot in the media. We were invited to a lot of the talks because if it was the biggest Kickstarter campaign in, in that part of, the, part of Europe then. Uh, so we looked obviously for engineers and uh, you know, Janusz, the CTO, uh, he was uh, doing his PhD and lecturing part-time before at the Polytechnic. So it's kind of easy to, you know, to get his friends or the, the people he's, he's done some projects with. So you wanted engineers first so that they yeah. would be, build the app or the mask? Both. Uh, so, right. So we had, uh, you know, some people on board. The iOS came first. Uh, so Robert was there. Uh, so we started with, you know, producing the MVP. Uh, so the business hires are later, obviously. Uh, clearly, you know, startup is like putting a plane, uh, you know, putting a plane together while it's flying at, at the same exactly. time. So you're kind of doing the, the whole thing at, at once. Um, right, so, so the app developers were first, uh, engineers, so, so doing the actual hardware um, and obviously um, the, the algorithms for sleep. So we, once we got the signal, we have, to, we have to interpret it. You manufacture in Poland. Correct. Uh, one of the few hardware startups, I think. Uh, you know, everybody goes through hacks, goes to Shenzhen and spends a good amount of time there. Uh, we're different. We think it's, it was a good, a good way to do it. Uh, one of the big Polish startups, Estimote, that you interviewed, interviewed uh, also manufactures there. Yes. So we're at the same factory that they are. Are you? And yeah, near Krakow in Fidotronic. Uh, so they do have you know, big operations. They do parts for Toyota and Honda in that part of Europe. And they also have a small section for startups. Uh, you know, hoping they'll grow. It's kind of an investment on their side in, in some ways. Did you have to hire people for the manufacturer as well, or did they have the ready infrastructure to, to build the product for you guys? Yeah, so we had to hire as well people that had some experience with manufacturing. Uh, the main factory is Fidotronic, but the silicon is done in a different factory. Mm. So you got to you know, adjust all the supply, uh, supply chain. The box is done in a different place. You know, every, everything has to fall together. Uh, you know, since then, we also have a logistics guy now. Uh, we have to ship the product, so we needed someone with experience uh, uh, to do that. And obviously customs come into play, you know, a variety of different things. And why did you decide to manufacture in Poland? Well, the best country in Europe. Uh, for sure. For sure, <laughs> obviously. Uh, home country for us, for sure. Uh, you know, easy access to engineers. Uh, you don't have to fly to Shenzhen every time something goes wrong. And a lot of the times, at the very beginning, a lot of things go wrong, uh, you know. Some yes. parts don't fit, or the tester breaks, whatever it may be. Uh, so we took that challenge, bet, you know, uh, we, can, we can ship the parts from Asia and we can just assemble them in Poland. Uh, is it overall cheaper for you guys too, or no? It is cheaper than manufacturing Silicon Valley. Okay. Uh, it is more expensive than manufacturing China. Uh, you know, we have full control of the quality. So if you look at the box, we're, we're manufactured in Europe. Uh, so, so, you know, we think quality, it's a premium product, it's an important thing. Uh, it's a short train ride from Warsaw to Krakow, uh, we're there very often. Uh, I think the, the proximity, I think eventually uh, uh, we'll move to China once, once we scale, for sure. Once it's a bigger amount of units. Right. And the IP is also, also a challenge, right? We filed three patents, uh, the intellectual property, you know, it might be difficult to, to protect there. Uh, you know, some, some companies claim it's not. Right. Uh, we decided that way. It's been working for us so far. Uh, we'll see, we'll, we'll, we'll take the move to, to move to China eventually. How many of you guys are here in the United States? So a handful, um, you know, the co-founders travel back and forth, obviously. Uh, we have about three employees in San Francisco, downtown. Uh, we're growing the team. Uh, so look out for, for maybe some announcements, hopefully soon. 
Uh, mainly business and uh, marketing is done here. So this is uh, uh, a consumer product, but we're also trying to tackle the hospitality industry uh, for, you know, for people that are frequent travelers, have to adjust to, to their time zone, the destination time zone. And we've talked to different hotels here. We think it's a big market for us. Uh, you know, every, every room should have, should have an aura on, uh, on their, next to their bed. Uh, so we're trying different uh, formats how we could do that. You know, sanitary reasons are a big one. Yeah. You know, just kind of, uh, you know, bringing you some, some interesting details. They want this package that nobody has used it. Uh, you know, the staff would sanitize it. You would replace the removable parts. So, you know, once a consumer comes, they, they have their own fresh mask. Uh, the, the other B2B that we've been tackling from the very beginning uh, with some, some good progress is airlines. So obviously, if you fly, you're the you know, best target uh, for us. So we signed LOIs with four different airlines uh, to do some sort of partnerships for business and first class users. Uh, those include ANA, a major Japanese uh, carrier, Lufthansa, um, Qantas and Virgin Atlantic, different stages of collaboration, obviously. Hopefully, Lufthansa will have uh, their flight in Q2 from Munich to San Francisco and will be in their Silicon Valley section where you can test out the neuron. Uh, so hopefully, it will come soon uh, where you can put the mask on, uh, automatically program where you're going, clearly from Munich to San Francisco, and you can see, see how it works for you. And you could fly with the mask on as well, or? Correct, so it works, the mask works when you fall asleep. So the ter therapy, the light uh, happens when you're sleeping. Uh, so if it's a long haul flight, you know, 11 hours, you can use it uh, when you fly or before you fly, depending how, how you want to adjust or how quickly you want to adjust. You're the best client of NeuroOn as well. Sure. Because you're flying all the time yeah. between Poland and the United States. Right. Are you using it every time? I use it every time. I use it, uh, you know, on weekends. Uh, helps you with your routine. Let's say you wake up normally seven or eight o'clock, and go to bed at midnight, and then your your schedule gets readjusted over the weekend. You party, whatever it may be, so we can readjust yourself. Or I know, you know, there's a nine-hour difference between Poland and San Francisco. I know we'll have a call at six a.m. and I want to be fresh for it. I can readjust my body clock for that need. Uh, so, so it's very useful, you know, in our case. Uh, we, we really want to be the, the new uh, hacking device sleep mask for, for, for average consumer, young professionals, uh, you know, anybody that, that sees it uh, to be helpful. Your co-founders are Polish as well. Yep. How about visas? Was it causing any limit for you guys? Did you have to deal with it at all or is it no issue? Yeah, I was lucky. I'm a dual citizen, so uh, you know that was the, the lucky thing. Uh, the other guys, uh, you know, there's different types of business visas that we're working on. Um, you know, Janusz uh, is most of the time in Poland. Uh, he's he's the the technical guy. Uh, so uh, you know, th there's issues, but we think you know we'll be able to to conquer them for sure. We have local employees, um, you know, in the U.S. as well. So you can easily apply for for let's say investment visa. Right. Yeah. So uh, definitely, you know, or I can just get married to Camille. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you can. A, that's a joke. We both have girlfriends, so it'd be difficult. But, well, girlfriends, uh, no wives. No wives. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so still less hassle. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I, you know, I hope the immigration is not listening because, you know, that's clearly illegal. We're establishing. Yeah, but that we are just joking, obviously. <laughs> no, clearly. Um, if you see the ring, you're going to start getting worried. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, 
Let's still go back to the um, uh, making business um, strategies. Yep. After Kickstarter, you had how many uh, pre-orders? I mean, from Kickstarter? 2,000. 2,000. And I know that after that, you found new clients for your new pre-orders, and that's how you, that's what you mentioned in a way, how you were financing yourselves. Yep. How did you find the next clients? Uh, it ca they came organically somehow. Uh, we, you know, did a lot of media interviews, as you mentioned before. Uh, Wall Street Journal, you know, all the big publications covered it, mm -hmm. and uh, it found a niche in Asia. Uh, so, uh, you know, particularly Japan and Tokyo, a lot of the users started buying it. Uh, so those were the first clients in Asia. Just light therapy is more known. Uh, people obviously have busy schedules. And a funny example, if you go to Tokyo. Uh, you know, here in New York City, the, the traffic in a metro starts around 6 p.m., 5 p.m. If you go to Tokyo, 8 p.m. is the rush hour, 9 p.m. You know, people work crazy hours. Uh, long story short, uh, they know light therapy a lot, a lot more, and they're, they're willing to experiment if, if, with different technologies. Uh, so we've, we've sold a big, big number of these units uh, to Japan. And since then, travel there, uh, we're looking to open a small office there. Uh, we have a we have a partner that we work with, uh, you know, a, a, a part-time employee there. Uh, so Asia, uh, you know, thanks thanks to Asian region, we've sold a number of those. Europe is uh, Europe and US are the probably second uh, in terms of sales. Looking at Neuron in a bigger picture yep. today, you started it three years ago. Did you realize back then that this is going to be such a huge project, uh, so many challenges and really risks involved with it? How mm -hmm. do you look at it from now, looking back? Uh, clearly not. It was just you know, a fun experience that we wanted to try. Uh, you learn so much, uh, so it's very accelerated learning. Uh, you know, a couple years, uh, you just grow tremendously in terms of just being aware. You know, some problems that we thought at the beginning of the campaign were big are, you know, day-to-day -day things. Uh, anything goes, you know, a lot of things go wrong and not what you planned. You have to have alternative plans, uh, all these kind of things. Uh, you know, it's it's a day-to-day it's a -day routine. And that's how, you know, weeks, months, the years pass and you're growing with it and you're just yep. uh, not thinking of the problems in the future that may come out. You right, just, uh, you try to anticipate them, obviously, mm -hmm. and you know, one, one time you're on top of the world, you're, you know, Zuckerberg, you're, you're the best person in the world, had this great idea, and the next day you're like, you know, it's like maybe it won't work out, there's so many problems you have to tackle, and then you kind of even out, you're like, oh, this is growing, it's going to be the next big thing, you just have to know it uh, inside of you, and you know, the last news has helped us tremendously, BBC yesterday, uh, I think yesterday or two days ago, they, they published uh, new foundings about light therapy, how it helps uh, with circadian clock. There's a Stanford group uh, doing a lot of research. So it's coming to becoming mainstream, and we've been doing it for the last two years. So this is great news, yeah. but you know, way ahead of the time. You're yeah. a lot ahead, for sure. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned a little bit, but can you tell me more about who are you working with when it comes to the um, methodology and um, the science? Sure. So the biggest sleep clinic in the U.S., uh, Henry Ford Hospital, we've been doing clinical trials with them um, on, on a sample of 50 people that are trying to adjust their body clock uh, to shift working. So those are the night, night shift or day shift. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to do a full shift. Uh, so that was a, a clinical trial done there. 
so this is our biggest uh, biggest partner in terms of in terms of the efficacy of the product. Uh, when you look at academic journals, there's uh, lots of them published, and I can show you some slides. The mask back in the sleep clinics was very clunky and big. And I then, remember. Yes. Yeah, and then and then it grew, and nobody took it to consumer. Uh, so they've been using it in, in the clinics. We want to be the first one, uh, first wearable that actually has an effect on you. And keep in mind, this is a non-invasive therapy, right? So it doesn't require FDA approval. Uh, we're looking to become a medical product eventually. It's just a longer route uh, to do so. Uh, but it's non-invasive. Uh, light is, is a natural, a natural component. What are your plans when it comes to product development? Are you, are you planning to uh, produce new uh, versions of masks or are you mostly focusing on scaling it to sell more units? Uh, sure, a little bit of both. Uh, you know, we're already working on the V2. Uh, based on the feedback, we wanted to push it out. Uh, so people start using it, see what features they use the most. If you look at the website, there's a variety of things you can do with the mask. Uh, and tweak, obviously tweak the app, uh, make it better, constantly improving uh, the look, you know, make it a little bit more sexy. This is a working product, you have a, a different, uh, different fronts. Uh, so work in progress, you know, think of it as an Oculus One, I guess. Uh, so there's a lot more that, that you'll see uh, in the next iterations. Um, we're entering Amazon soon, so in a couple weeks you, you should be able to buy us on Amazon in the U.S. Awesome. We're entering, uh, I don't know if I can say that, I think so, the different uh, e-commerce sites in Japan. Uh, Japan is, is uh -huh. a big market for us again. Yeah. How much does your mask cost? It is $2.99, so it's a premium product and then shipping varies depending on where you are. Uh, so $300, it's comparable to you know, other devices in this space. Uh, there's a lot of tech involved, a lot of R&D that we have to do. Uh, we really want to lower the price eventually. Uh, you know, just early manufacturing with scale will be able to do that. Uh, and where can we buy it? You can buy Today? it uh, Neuron.com on our website. Uh, hopefully in a couple weeks, two weeks, I, I hope, on Amazon in the US and hopefully retail stores in, in some time, depending on, you know, what the, what the how much time will take to, to sign the contract. We've delivered about a thousand units, uh, so we're shipping uh, on schedule about 100 units a day. We're trying to ship them out uh, mm -hmm. from Poland. Uh, you know, so, so hopefully if you haven't received yours, uh, talking to, to the backers and so on, you, you, you'll get it soon. Tomasz, thank you so much for joining me today. It Absolutely. was such a pleasure having you. Uh, we should all go to neuroon.com to buy the mask and to find more information about it yep. and to Amazon in the near future as well. Exactly. Great. Thanks so much. And I'll, I'll let you try and sleep with one. Tonight, thank you. Hopefully. Can't wait. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks.